It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Frank Benali. This is Klaus Lundekvam. I'm Matt Letizier. Dean Hammond's here. And you're listening to In That Number. Here is Letizier. Find me on Twitter at MuscleMush. And me, Ray Hunt. You can find me on at RayHunt84. Follow the show on at Number Podcast on Twitter. And on Facebook, Instagram and Telegram on In That Number Podcast. Email us with your thoughts and feelings on InThatNumberPodcast at gmail.com. And if you like what you hear, consider showing your support by visiting buymeacoffee.com forward slash In That Number. Let's march on in. Welcome back to In That Number. This is episode 196. Proud to be a part of the Sports Social Network. This is our third installment of the series of our summer episodes that we're coining FanCast. Uh, today we have another great guest. Uh, this time we welcome Stu Minchin. Welcome along to the show. It's been um, you haven't really joined the, uh, the you haven't been on the Discord for long, but uh, it's it's been great to know you so far and uh, get to know your thoughts. And this will be a good chance to. Uh, to hear your uh, your knowledge of the game. Uh, well, my knowledge is relatively limited, Ray, and I think um, <laughs> having followed Saints for probably, I think my first game was 1987. Uh, it was a, I think it was Saints versus Forest at home on my birthday, uh, and it was a one-all draw. So I think um, I've seen lots of draws, lots of losses, been through the mill with Saints, but um, but we're still here, still here. Funny enough, I um. I got crossed the other week and phoned into TalkSport when they were talking about, um, you know, whether Saints are going to survive relegation. And uh, but but yeah, this is my this is my first um, introduction to sitting on a podcast and sharing my thoughts with you guys. But yeah, I really appreciate you um, inviting me on. Oh, it's, it's not a problem. It's it's great. It's always good to get to uh, put a, a you know a voice and a face to the uh, to the texts and stuff like that. So it's great. Oh, yeah. you're TalkSport. I mean, is there a chance I could listen to that? Is it still out in the? Uh... Yeah. On the interweb, yeah, it's it's on it's on YouTube. So um, was that Gabby Agbonlahor you were with? It was it was Laura Woods. It was uh, Andy Townsend. Oh, nice, and, excellent. And Ali, and Ali McCoy. Yeah, oh, Ali I love Townsend. Ali. He, he would have been in that team in 1987. Yeah, he so, would have been. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it, what prompted me was there was a Leicester guy who phoned in and said, well, I've, I've had it with Leicester and I'm putting my season ticket in the bin. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't <laughs> I can't handle it. So I had to ring up and go and, and, and uh you know, get you off my chest. Are bad. <laughs> you want to be a yeah, well, ex- exactly. And uh, I went off on a little bit of rant. And um, but when, when you when you're when you're in the car and you're talking to them and um, just speaking your mind, you think, oh, that's okay. And then and then on YouTube, when you when you look at the video, you can see their reactions. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think uh, a couple of them put their sort of thumb up and were nodding along. But I think they were kind of going. Yeah, this is a long-suffering Saints fan. Just get a City fan on there talking about positiveness, <laughs> not 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 relegation and the championship. But there we go. Although Leicester would feel a little bit more hard done by, considering they were champions not like six, seven years ago now, and look where they are now. They're in the same division as us. So. Yeah, and 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 they and they're going for the whole. Well, let's let's appoint another Pep. Um, <laughs> a, a, you know, a a, a Pep uh, wannabe um, you know, from his. Uh, from his academy of, uh, of of people that uh, are trying to play his style, but we'll see how that goes. Well, at least they're getting their managers' names nice and early, unlike some teams. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be, well, Russell Martin, he'd be announced this week, wouldn't he? I'm, ho- I'm hoping tomorrow. Oh, there we go. I'm hoping, but you never know. Um, right, yeah. So you said you've been a you've been a Saints fan since what 1987. So you've been through everything. You've been through relegations. That that is plural. Um, you've been through promotions. Um, like me, I mean, I used to work at the club as well, so I, I I've been involved with the football club for a long time, but yeah, not quite as long as you. I think my first game was the first Premier League season, actually. It would have been 1992, and that was on my birthday also. I went to see Blackburn, and that was just after we sold um, Alan Shearer to them, I remember. But we, yeah, we drew one-one. So it's funny you how go. you remember. You always remember your first games. I think I think the the the, the seasons that I I love the most were or remember fondly the most were end of the 80s that that sort of 89 to 90 91 was was a great time you know when you had Letizia Wallace coming Brothers. through and oh you had Wallace's, Ride yeah, Out Letizia yeah Letizia it was just incredible wasn't it Ruddock was he there then Ruddock was there I mean we won um, we beat Liverpool 4-1 that, that mm. season yeah Rob Wallace with a double um, Letizia yeah it was cracking a little, a little bit before my time. I remember Rod Wallace at Leeds. Uh, I don't remember him at Saints. Ah, there we go. There we go. But, you know, we've had some good times since, haven't we? It's been OK. But I, I think um, I, I just think going to the championship might be um, I'm quite looking forward to it. You know, a bit of proper football and no VAR, which would be tremendous. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm still a fan. Well, I say I'm a fan of VAR. I, I like the idea, but just not the way it's been used and not certainly not the people that are using it. But uh it will be different. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to it, actually, to be honest. It's, uh, it's a good chance. I mean, I said on our previous fan cast that uh, you're getting to see the likes of uh, Sheffield Wednesday again. Um, and I've never been to Hillsborough, so I'll probably make that trip. Um, I've never been to the Coventry Stadium. Um, so, yeah, it's a good chance to, uh, to go and check out a lot more grounds than I have. Absolutely. Absolutely. Positives. So um, you're a season ticket holder. Yeah. I've had a season ticket for probably the last five years. Um, when I convinced my wife, oh, I just get it, get it for one year, and you know, just it'd be all right. Mm-hmm. And then every year, I, I managed to slip and um, press uh, buy again on the um, season <laughs> ticket. And uh, oh, yeah, we're, we're going again. So I think it's a. I just love it. I, I go with my son and um, and his friend, and yeah, I just I just really like the the, the, the community element of it. You know, being part of. You know, supporting the club, I, I you know, I, I really enjoy it. You know, I look forward to it. You know, the games aren't great, are they? But but oh, God, you take no. the rough with the smooth, and that's a different. That's that's what that's what being a supporter is, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, I would just like it'd be nice to have a little bit more smooth. <laughs> and hopefully <laughs> Mate, uh, next well, season we'll, we'll have that. Yeah. Next season, um, next where, where do you sit? I know we 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 sit in the family family. Oh, of course, yeah. Moment. Yeah, my son's my son's just nearly thirteen, and um, although um, he he's he's certainly he's we'd certainly enjoy uh a bit of a noisier atmosphere and a bit more of a inclusive uh mm. environment in singing and you know getting involved with the banter and i took we, we went we went to brighton away um oh it's just incredible he loved a bit of singing and um yeah so but we're, at the moment we sit in the family stand just just in line with the goal and um yeah it's it's it's, it's nice it's all it's all right i think probably next season we might we might switch but who knows 
Oh, okay. Yeah, well, next time you're, you're around, and uh, let, let me know, and I'll uh, I'll meet you up for a drink pre-game. Yeah, or brilliant. We'll, do, we'll, be nice we'll do that. We'll, we'll go to the, the one on the corner. I always forget it. I've been in there you know, 19 times a season. I still don't know what it's called. The oh, one on the corner. Chapel Arms. Chapel Arms. There we go. Yeah, lovely. Yep. All good. good. We'll do that. Um, right, before we head into the show, I'd just like to add that if you're enjoying it uh, and then show your support uh, and head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash in that number. Uh, yeah, any donation, anything. 10p, that's fine. Anything you wish, it will be greatly appreciated. Right, let's get cracking. Now, I, I suppose doing these these uh, fan casts f- throughout the summer, it's, it's good to, to catch up on the news um, and everything that's, that's happened over the past week. But, I mean, I, I had a guest on... Uh, recent, I think it was Sunday I recorded. God, the days are meshing into one. Um, so there's not a lot of uh, news to go over, but the biggest bit over the, the last couple of days is the new kit. Um, I trust you've seen it, uh, and you said that you, rem- you remember like 87, late 80s, uh, and the yeah. kit is, is an 87, 88 Hummel shirt. It's the same. Uh, what do you think? It's the same, isn't it? It's just it is, the same without, without, without Draper Tools written on it. But um, mm. yeah, I think it's all right. I think it's okay. I mean, I, I, my favourite ever kit. I mean, it's probably my second favourite kit of all time. My favourite kit is the, the 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 big black Draper '89 to '91 Hummel kit. Oh, you know, that was yeah. amazing. But um, I don't mind it. I think it's okay. Some people are saying it's a bit it's a bit inverted commas championship. But <laughs> at least we're getting back to at least some red and white stripes. Proper yeah. red and white. You know, red and white stripes on a shirt. So um, I. Yeah, it's it's okay, and a V-neck collar is 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 all right with me. I'll um, yeah, I'll get it. I'll get it. I won't get a name on the back because I'm too old, you know. Yeah, there's, there's something, <laughs> and, something strange and plus, about. Victor. You don't know who's going to be here, so you're going to get Ward Prowse or Lavender, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, just get my own name. I'll just get Dad. Yeah, Dad four four <laughs> on the back. No, I won't do that. So. The away one is is white. It's it's exactly the same as the away shirt for that season as well. Obviously, without, oh, without Draper, with the green just got... trim or whatever. Yeah. Do you know, well, I'm, col- I'm colourblind, so I can't oh. actually see the colours very well. But uh, it looks pink to me, but it's kind of, I, I've been told it's like a blue. But yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, good. And the third good one is a black number with uh, some yellow trimming, which I will buy because I really like the look of that. It's got some trees in it as well in the, uh, in the background of it, which is I think it looks really nice. Out of the three, I would say that the third one is going to be the best, in my opinion. I think actually, um, I think the Hummel kits are quite cool. Overall, I think they're. Uh, all, I think they're. All, I think they're okay. I don't like the material. If I'm being honest, I think it's. It, it does feel a little cheap. I mean, I preferred the. Um, well, obviously the Adidas one was a little, a little bit better. And I've also heard as well that this is the last season of Hummel, uh, and we are going to be switching to Puma. Oh really? Mm. There so, you uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> Again, following in Manchester City's footsteps yeah i i like puma i don't mind puma so uh i'll, I'll be happy well, with pep that likes puma and i like pep so that's fine that well, what, what, i mean yeah exactly if, if pep's wearing it it must be fine yeah okay uh ruben sayas has actually been in the news this week about becoming a reading manager what do you think of that it's i mean it's, it's because he, when he let i mean he said that if he's not manager he doesn't want to be here doesn't want to take a back step going to coach him but he's been offered a role at reading and reading are now in the in league one so that's a massive backward step for him, I feel. I think if we look at his you know, career progression, it might be a good thing for him to start at someone like Reading. You know, maybe he's moved his family over to the South Coast. It's relatively local. It will give him a chance to apply his trade in a, a league where he's out of the public eye a little bit. Get um, a Pompey as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think if he's, if he's given time, you know, because I think deep down, his ideas and his principles are right. They're about right. But I think his decision making and knowing when to make decisions in game, I think they need a lot of a lot of work. Um, but you could see from the um, you know, the reaction from the players when, after his first game against against Chelsea. You know, you could see from the players reaction to that to that victory that they they like him. They're bought into mm, him. And, you know, absolutely. I, 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 to be fair, I think the respect thing where they were calling him Ruben was a bit. I, did, oh, I want. I want. I want keen on that. You know, they should be calling him the manager or the gaffer or what the boss or whatever. I, I, but, I think it's different because he 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 come across as that that mate to them. You know, the understudy to Ralph, and Ralph was always known as the boss or Sarah yeah. or whatever. Um, and he was kind of more like a, a you know. A, 
a looser kind of term. So when he got that that managerial role, it was more. Oh, do we need to slip in and be a bit more formal? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You give him the five McDonald stars, and he's promoted, <laughs> and then he, he marches around as, as as the boss. But I think um, it could be a good move for him. And I think if we look at his maybe where his salary expectations are and his um, career progression, if if you like, maybe. Maybe it'd be similar to where he was as a first team coach for a Premier League team. I don't, I don't know how yeah. much people get paid, but fair play to him if he does go for that because he's following what's, what he wants to do and, and becoming a manager and you know grabbing all the scruff of the neck and going for it. I think Reading are in a bit of a bit of, a, bit of trouble, aren't they? So yeah. um, it'd have to be a, it'd have to be it'd have to be a strong manager, I think, to get to get, the, to get a tune out of them. But uh, well, uh, I, I'm sure there's there's Saints fans that Saints fans that would would say you know good riddance. I, I think you know just wishing the best of luck. He he did try. Yeah, didn't sure. He? You know, he, yeah. Didn't, he, he, well, he wasn't he wasn't given the greatest opportunity to succeed. I don't think. Um, the, I think the board at Southampton could have been much stronger in their decision making and, and not given him the job after the Chelsea game. Um, <laughs> just giving him the caretaker thing for for a while and just see how he gets on. Um, but you know. Anyway, they threw him to the walls, didn't they? They certainly did. Yeah, uh, yeah. R- wrong place, wrong time, I think for him. But yeah, Reading, I think will be a good, good chance for him. And also that, you know, that that Carabao Cup draw was on Thursday, uh, so maybe we could get Reading in round one. <laughs> you know, that would be interesting, <laughs> wouldn't it? Uh, I'm gonna, oh. I'm gonna put that out there now, Snappy. Yeah. Saints, yeah. Saints, and Reading with with Sayers. Um, Sport Republic, they're extending their empire. Um, negotiations are advanced stages actually for the purchase of a third club, uh, Valenciennes of, of the French second division. So all three of their clubs will be in second division now. Um, I don't, can we expect a pre-season friendly against them as well now? Because I, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, with their ego. Um, and they, you know, they held a tournament and called it the Sport Republic Cup or something. Because we've already got uh, Gerstapur in in Turkey. I reckon that's what's delaying the Russell Martin thing is them trying to buy another club and trying to put on these preseason friendlies with their clubs. I, I don't know what to make of it. I, you know, the, the whole um, commoditized thing. Uh, I, I, I don't. I don't like it. I don't really like it. I, you know, funny enough, I am. Um, not that I scour loads of forums and stuff like that, you know, but I, I remember reading something a little while ago when Sport Republic were announced as our new owners and someone who supported, uh, is it Gostepe? Gostepe, Gostepe, Gostepe yeah. Yeah, in, in Turkey, we put on that thread that, you know, just be careful because if you don't start performing, then then they'll just they'll start to take take the investment out of the club and you, you struggle. And I sort of went, yeah, whatever. It's just someone who's who's a bit cross about 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 them, them buying us. But I hope that doesn't happen, you know. But I suppose it, you know, in a way, if they'd have gone, if they if they'd have been eyeing eyeing up a, you know, a, 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 a Division One club in Italy or another Championship team or perhaps even another Premier League team. Um, then, then that puts us in a in a in a in a worse position. You know, at least at least we'll be, you know, the leading club uh, in world in 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 worldwide club football maybe, uh, and and where they'll put the majority of their investment. Hopefully, anyway. Well, I, I mean, I can. I'm not going to say this without any certainty, but I'd like to think that we are the biggest club out of those three, I, and well, yeah. and Sport Republic are based in England still. Um, and if they decided to upship and move to Turkey or move to France, and then it's obvious that their uh, their investment majority of it is going to be going to to somebody else. But they are still here, so <laughs> I, I think we need to not. be positive about it, don't we? Because they have. It's not as if they haven't um, put their hand in their pocket in the last year. No, they're, yeah, they're, they have. They're, they're, you know, they've they've done wrong things with it, but I mean, they're still willing yeah. to spend the money. <laughs> yeah, it's the yeah, complete opposite of that. Decision making, don't we? You yes, know, a little bit. Yeah, maybe with Jason Wilcox turning up and, um, you know, the, 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 the recent appointments across Sport Republic that, you know, allow they allow people to do their jobs. And I think um, I know Rasmus Ankerson isn't people's uh, isn't the fans favourite, is he? But um, what I did hear that when he was at Brentford, he had someone to sort of help sanity check his ideas. Some of his ideas were great. But he hasn't had a filter at Southampton. It's almost <laughs> yeah. like, I just would just go and buy this player. Are you sure about that? You know, the scouting report says, do not touch this player with a barge pole. Yeah, but we want a striker. You know, we're going, I'm not suggesting I 
I'm naming names, but you know, we'll just pay loads of money, get, get, just get them in, give them what the fans want. It's the wrong player. Just do it anyway. <laughs> there may be, um, maybe there is a different discussion now happening, uh, or will be with, with Jason Wilcox able to just, just settle down, let's make the right decision, you know. Yeah, you kind of joke about it, but I can imagine that's how the the January window chat went. It probably it was probably that in about half an hour, and then <laughs> Onyuachu comes what, in. Then what other club we're going to buy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Romeo Lavia, he's been nominated for the Golden Boy Award. That's that's a fantastic achievement for him because you know winners of that award have gone on to achieve greatness in the game. You've had the likes of Mbappe, uh, Haaland, and uh, Pogba, Gavi, all these young brilliant up-and-coming players that have that have won that award so, so just to be nominated it is fantastic it just shows what a great season he's had and we still got relegated he's 19 years old and we got relegated and he's still you know sought after Romeo Lavia is, is just such a good player you know and at 19 years old wanting to play at the top level you can't you you, you, you can't take that away from him really you know you've got you've got to support him and his ambitions to be in the world-class player and he will be won't he but of course yeah. I think um yeah and, and throughout that season you watch him week in week out and he is trying a hundred percent every game he wants to win and you know I remember when um the goal winning against Arsenal it was Alcaraz's goal you mm-hmm. know and uh after you know 30 seconds or whatever it was and his reaction to to that goal he was buzzing and um I think he was probably quite enjoying his time at Southampton but yeah you can't you can't stop him going elsewhere I think if Arsenal were going to pay 50 million for him but I was I was sort of thinking as well but if they're going to buy Rice as Rice and Lavia you know I know they're losing Jacker and they're losing party but if they're going to have by two holding, how are they going to play and where are they going to play Odegaard and stuff like that? Maybe they'll they'll make those decisions. But yeah, uh, Lavia is just class. It's a it? good problem to have though if you've got players like yeah. Odegaard, Rice, and Lavia, and you're thinking, hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, who it's, we it's, have? We've yeah, got, we've got Diallo. <laughs> he's he's okay. And uh, yeah. Matt Grimes. There we go. <laughs> well, Matt Grimes. I think if we get him for ten million, he yeah. is. A steal, a, a brilliant, absolute steal. And and if we're going to get, if well, when when Russell Martin is announced at some point before the start of the season, uh, <laughs> if we get a couple of those players that have come come across with him, and Matt Grimes, you know he, you know some of his stats are amazing. I think he, he he's never been red carded. Mm, never like been red carded. Although Romeo has now. Yeah, I think Romeo had about a million yellows didn't he you know he just um you know yeah <laughs> the master of the tactical foul but or just pushing someone over but um but yeah Matt, never been sent off 90 uh, he's got something like a 90 percent pass completion rate as well so yeah and then and then they're not all system. backwards or sideways either there's a lot of them advancing so What's yeah he's it? he's the sort of player that we need and the age of him which is 27 i think he is uh, and he's Swansea captain as well, so experience and he yeah. know, seems to be a leader. So I, I do think, yeah, players like that, you need to snap up when you can. And for 10 million quid, yeah, definitely, do definitely. It. Absolutely. I think another player maybe from Swansea is Ryan Manning, because I think he's on a free, mm. isn't he? Yes. Yeah. And there's there's uh, Jay Fulton as well, which they've been been looking at. But I don't know. We just need to get <laughs> Russell Martin over the line. I've been saying this for weeks now. It's like all these transfer news, and it's just like, well, the, the biggest transfer is our manager. We need to sort that out first. But yeah. Well, I, I, I was going to say, uh, people have probably seen the um, the masterclass videos on YouTube, but there's one that he does, Russell Martin masterclass. He talks about the um, Swansea v Cardiff games, and you can tell he speaks with a lot of. Um, technical ability but what he also what also sort of said to me when I was watching that was he gets to know the players really really well and he's so positive when he talks about the players and supportive and 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 knows exactly what makes them tick and how they gel together and hopefully he has enough time to get them uh, understanding the system that he wants to play Um, because I think obviously with Nathan Jones you know when he got him on a you know go go and have have a couple of weeks off lads Mm -hmm. you know um, (laughs) And then Sellers talking about, you know, everything being OK in the house and really wasn't. You know, I think I think, yeah, hopefully he's given enough time. I mean, I do need a little bit of positivity in, in, in Russell Martin. <laughs> I think he'd be OK. And his press performances are pretty good as well. I've watched a couple of those. Um, and he, he, he does have a bit of positive banter and he seems to get on well with the press. And, um, 
you know, he, he, he's got that, he's got that behavioural side of, you know, you, you, you know, what you'd, what you'd want from your manager, you know, personable, you know, he's, he's certainly got that in his locker. He's all right. Perfect. That'll be good. Um, yes, just a reminder that the championship fixtures are released on Thursday, the 22nd at 9am. That's tomorrow as at the time of recording. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm really looking forward to that, Stu. I really, really want to know the uh, schedules and, and everything. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I, I, I can't wait for it. I've never, I don't think I've ever been so excited for a fixture release. <laughs> yeah, I'll I, I, I tell you what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the atmosphere at St. Mary's. And it, I, you, you obviously go, Ray, week in, week out. And I don't know if you go away, I'm sure. And um the atmosphere at St Mary's has been drab this season, hasn't it? It's been really, really bad and flat, mm-hmm. you know. And but surprisingly, we haven't heard the away fans singing. This is singing. Is this a library? Which which mm-hmm. I found astonishing. But it is a bit of a library. And I think if we if we we don't have the Premier League fanboys going, and we get back to supporters going because they want to go and watch Saints and they want to go and watch them play some good football and win some games and we might draw, we'll, we'll lose some games, but getting that atmosphere at St Mary's and getting it rocking and getting people up for it. That's what I'm really looking forward to. And I think they, we will see some goals. They really do need to turn their home form around um, to get that crowd lifted again. Cause you know, two wins at home last season was just, yeah, it was just, it wasn't good enough. And you know, no. there's a reason that, that, you know, the only stands that seem to be rocking these days are the Northern and the Itchen North. Um, yeah, there's yeah. a reason for it, you know. Mostly just maybe, sit maybe down it's and the brass band at the start. Maybe, you know. The, I mean, the... I, I was on match of the day so many times this this past <laughs> season. Just you could see me in the background with my head in my hands nearly every single week, and just seemed to be <laughs> shaking my head. And yeah, it's that's got to change. It's, it's I, I want it's... I want to enjoy it again, and I I I, I am positive this season. I, I really do feel that it's going to be. Uh, we need to turn that into a into a fortress. I think so. Well, you're talking about that um, in that masterclass video. Russell Martin mentions about the fact that he, when he joined Swansea, he was off to a little bit of a, a, a slow start. And that game against um, Cardiff, they won three nil. And he said that was the start of galvanising their relationship between the coaching staff and the, and the fans. And um, I think that'd be really, really important to get them on board early doors. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, he needs I'm, to have a connection with them straight away, doesn't he? Really, absolutely. after what we've had, yeah, he needs to that needs to be a priority of his. Ho- um, hopefully, when he is on bail, he doesn't say all my family are Saints fans because that that <laughs> tends to go down as so well. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> transfer news then. Uh, we you you've just mentioned one. Uh, Romeo Lavia is going to be the the main one, obviously Prousey, but uh, you mentioned it as well, Arsenal. Do, I'm just gonna, do you see that as a solid destination for him? Because if Rice does go there, I know Man United are in the mix for for Declan Rice, but if if Arteta does bring in Rice and Lavia, do you think he's going to see a lot of bench? Yeah, but but I, not, not necessarily. I think I mean that's a bad thing. I think if he were to go to someone like Arsenal and be around those world class players and work for a manager like Mikel Arteta. He's going to be learning so much. He's going to be coached to such a high standard. And, you know, although Lavia is class, he is class, he is a little bit injury prone. And, mm, um, yes, you know, we is. saw it, you know, when he got injured against Chelsea at home and then he was out for six or eight weeks. I think if we have had Romeo Lavia in that team with Prousey and with Alcaraz and a few others for, for, for a, you know, a, have a bit of continuity I think that might have stood us in better stead but we had to chop and change but I think if he does go to Arsenal if he spends you know 60% of the time playing and he plays in all the cup games and he comes on as a sub after 80 minutes or 70 minutes and just gets bedded in that might help with his stamina and his conditioning as well maybe I don't know but I'd like to think well I'd like to think at Saints he's obviously doing a lot more defensively than he'll need to be yeah. doing at Arsenal. Um, but there's European football there for him. And it's you know, moving to London at 19. I still, yeah, I, I think it will be a fantastic move for him. And it's exactly what he needs. Yeah, you just mentioned the, 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 the world-class coaching that he's going to get. It's only going to make him better. Uh, Champions League football as well is... It's going to be a massive pull for him. I agree, hundred percent. I think, you know, I mean, let's let's face it. Wherever he goes, you know, 
if he goes to Arsenal or Man United or you know or, or I, I in a in a I was clutching at straws in my mind and I was thinking maybe maybe with Prousey going he'll 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 be bought in he'll stay at Saints for another season because he'll want to go back to City after after a year and then with mm-hmm. the buyback clause he'll go back and work and and play for Pep because there's no better manager in the in the world is there than, than Pep no but, um, but perhaps, apart from Nathan Jones. He well he's well he's the best in Europe, not the world. Of I understood. Course, yeah. How stupid yeah. of me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, 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 I mean, when when City were you know interested in, in in bringing him back, I mean, why wouldn't they be after the season he's had? That was my you know saving grace, thinking, well, you know, Pep's going to want him back. Will Saints sell him? Is he going to want to leave now? That was that was the only thing that was hanging in. Um, but if, as I say, if Arsenal do come in with a massive bid, then then Saints are obviously going to take that. But there's been there's been a whole host of players that are you know going to be leaving. Prousey, Lavia, Amar Belakotchap, uh, Mohamed Salisu. He's kind of like dropped off a cliff recently. No one seems to be talking about him. You got important players like Kyle Walker Peters and Romeo Lavia. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Raymond Perro. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of important players there. I mean. The appointment of Russell Martin is, is surely, you know, holding all incomings and outgoings up. But do you think that we can we can keep any of these top players? And is there anyone that really wants to stay and truly fight for our return back? Uh, because my brain works in a certain way, I've, I've always sort of thinking, why? Who could we keep? And if I was looking after that team, who would I want to keep in the championship? It's, in reality, it's going to be different. But I think we can probably get two hundred million for the players we'll sell. Um, but if we, if Russell Martin's able to come in and get close to some of those players that are thinking that maybe their minds somewhere else, they're thinking, where can I get a move away? But getting them bought into, you know, a, a, an idea of look, just stay for one year in the championship, we'll get promoted, you know, as as champions or a second, whatever, automatic. I think if 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 we, yeah, you're right. I think. Prousey is going to go. Lavia is going to go. Carl Walker Peters has said he doesn't want to be here, and I understand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've got Onoachi will go. Bernie want Teller. I think. I think if we if we lose those players, that that when we get when we get enough money for them, that's fine. Because I'd much prefer to have a team of players that want to be there and want to do a good job and want to get the team promoted, and that create they create that sort of that winning mentality that you had from a Burnley. Uh, or even a Sheffield United last year, that that that's what we need. And I, but I think, well, who I think is key to that is Tino. I think. Yeah. I, think, I mean, I'm I'm quite Kay. I'm quite happy to let I say happy to let Kyle Walker Peters go, but you know that we've got a solid backup option there in, in Tino, and you've yeah. also got James Bree who can play a solid role in the Championship. But it's just like the players like Che that we'll need to replace. Players like uh, Raymond Perro as well, who doesn't really get a, a big enough mention. I think he'd be really Left good in the championship, Perot. You know, yeah. Enough, um, we're, we're on the last game, last home game of the season, we saw um, Perot was obviously injured. He came into the um, into the car park, and was, I, I was walking in with my son and his friend, and he and he was such a nice lad. He, he he buzzed the window down. He's in the passenger seat having a photo, and my son was sort of he wasn't going to go up and take him a photo. And Roman Perot's gone. Hey lads, do you, want, do you want a photo? Oh, and he's there smiling. It's a, it's a real nice touch. And I think, I think hit up and down the flanks, Perot's quality. And if we get him that one side, Tino the other side, we've got Bree as a backup, who I understand was the best right back in the championship last season that we bought him. That's a steal. But it's, but it's the, it's a centre back pairing. I think it's really, really important. But I think if we were to keep Che, um, Tino, Alcaraz, I know Stewie Armstrong's talking about leaving, but I think Stu Armstrong is quality. I love him. And he injects, <laughs> oh, I love him. Yeah. And he injects so much positivity when he comes on. Um, and he's an older, a bit of an old, older player to help bring on the younger ones. But I think we need a mix. We're, we can keep these players, but I think we need a mix of um, youth and, and, and experience, you know. And, and in that, you know, I think when you were speaking to chap last week and he was Dan talking Fox, about Dan Fox, yeah, and he was spot on talking about the spine of the team. So, so important, especially mm. if, we're learn- if they're learning a new system or systems under Russell Martin. And I think that that's really important. The, 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 the dangerous thing is that I understand that Russell Martin likes playing three at the back. 
Uh, well, I mean, his last few games for, for Swansea, he's been playing four at the back and he's been playing five in the middle in a, in a way. Well, he, he tends to go for a four, two, three, one or a four, five, one. That's just based on his last few games. So I don't yeah. know. Obviously, if he's got the players at Southampton to play a back three, they always want to do it. They always want to yeah. want to try and attack down the flanks a lot more these days. And I, I don't like it. It has. It's never worked for Saints, whether they're playing three at the back, five at the back or whatever. It just doesn't seem to work. No, I think the, the playbook in the commas have been ripped up maybe now, but um that served us so well all the way through the um, the age groups, you know, playing that four-two-two-two um, formation. Mm. But I think I think I, I really liked a four a three-four-two-one, but also a four-one-four-one or a four-three-two-one, which is obviously the four-three-two-one's mm. fashionable, isn't it? But yeah. Um, but but he is what he wants. He he wants to be able to encourage players to play football properly in that system and be good enough to be to not panic you know and I think you know if we if we if we was able to convince someone like a Lavia to stay you know I know it won't happen but if he if he was able to do that or even a Prousey you know I mean Prousey's been there modeling the kit surely he wants to stay but if 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 you have a Prousey or a Lavia to sit in in front of that back three or even back two it just it would just be so good because we would have the quality, I think. Um, but he does like to build from wide play, I think. Yes. Um, but I think I think it was also quite, it was criticised by a lot of Swansea um, fans for, you know, because he's possession based, isn't he? But it was possession for possession's sake. Um, I think there was a little bit of grumbling about that. But there's no way we can play 46 games in the championship and play in a gig and press, you know, which 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 we tried to do, didn't we? And that's why we're getting yeah. absolutely knackered after a first half and then conceding in the second half. But I understand his, his team do score goals, don't they, as well? His teams do... Uh, they do score. Quite yeah. attacking, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, there's always the opportunity for players or for Russell Martin to say to these players that give us till January at least and then we'll know halfway through the season, you know, if we are in with a shout of playoffs or automatic promotion and maybe that might turn a few heads like Lavia that... Okay, you know, I'll, I'll I'll sit on it until January, and there's there's always that. Am I being too yeah. hopeful there? <laughs> well, I, I think maybe that you know, because you get the media storm, don't you, around players, and the, are they, aren't they? You know, Declan Rice has been going on for you know for, for what seems like a month or so. You know, Prousey, Lavia, but that maybe takes the spotlight off to some of the players that we probably could do with keeping, like Camel Dean, like. Alcaraz. I mean, apparently, um, is it Inter Milan and one or two other teams are interested in Charlie at Brighton, like Charlie mm-hmm. Alcaraz. Yeah. Just keep hold of him. You know, he's played for us for four months. You know, I mean, yeah, we could get an extra 12 million, but so what? Let's just keep him. Let's let's keep a core group of players that are just starting to click. You know, I know Camaldine Sudamana was playing with the shackles off against Liverpool, but and the, 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 their defending was shocking. But if that's if that's a what we can expect. That's so exciting for us. Absolutely, yeah. And there is no obligation to sell. If these players are under contract, then they don't, you know, and by all accounts, we are one of the wealthiest clubs in the championship. We don't need to sell. We've got all these parachute payments coming through also. And if, if we are to sell people like James Will Prowse and Kyle Walker-Peters, you can get big money for them. Yeah. We, don't, we don't need to sell the players like Suleimana and uh, and Che and, and, and Alcaraz. We, we we really do need them here. And, and maybe if they do stay and there's a core group of those players that have been playing together for six, six, seven months, maybe they'll create a new Saints team, like a new culture of, mm. of you know, because we've had like, you know, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, you had the Prousey, Jack Stevens, Chamberlain, you know, the, those group that mm. went through the ranks together. Um, maybe you'll have that again. I mean, obviously, um, Ricky Lambert was part of that group, you know, with um, with uh, Adam Lana. You know, you had, you had like a you had a core group of players that all knew each other with Jose Font, and they all knew each other and they all knew how to play together. And I think that's what we need because it's been so disjointed with three managers, three different ways of playing. You can tell why players will get disengaged. You know, so I think we need like a solid give Russell Martin, you know, a, a see, give him a year. You know, and, and if and if it starts off a little bit slow, stick with it because I think we could we can you know I think you can still win the league in the championship and Absolutely, lose about yeah, ten that's games. Got, that's got to be the the, the goal, isn't it? I, 
let's just stick with him and go with it, you know, because any, I, I don't think fans know. will be happy with that, though. If they, if they start off losing, if they lose like eight of the first you know, 12 games or whatever. Yeah, that's then, a different story, I think. Yeah, yeah. then I do think a lot of the fans are going to start impatient straight away because, you know, that, that, that they shouldn't be playing at that level. But um, managers just don't get that time anymore. No, but I think but I think if he gets if we do get him through the door this this week and then he has two, three months of hard work and a, and a good preseason to assess the players, to get them playing in a system or systems that he wants to play, get a bit of camaraderie, get a bit of culture and a bit of team teamwork. And I, I, I don't see, I mean, maybe the question is who, who else would we want? Would we want, you know, Enzo Maresca? Would we want mm. him? Probably not. I mean, I think he got sacked after 14 games or something with Palmer, you know, yep. and, and would, would we want, would we have wanted Brendan Rogers? I mean, someone, someone said uh, the other day, oh, why don't we just go for Brendan Rogers? Well, why would Brendan Rogers want to come to a championship team? You know, I think, I think we need to, I think maybe, maybe, maybe it's, you know, third time lucky after Ralph and the board have finally made the right decision, which is go and get, Someone who understands the championship, understands the teams, understands the competition, understands, you know, the, the grueling schedule and, you know, under what was pretty much on a shoestring budget has got Swansea to within six points of the playoffs. You know, let's, let's just do it and let's back him because he is a young progressive manager and he does want to do the right thing. And he says a lot of the right things and he seems to get people bought in. I mean, we, we do have to appreciate that we are playing in the championship. Mm. And it's, we have got just as much of a chance as anyone else. Absolutely. It's so unpredictable, that league. And it's a fresh start. So, yeah. you know, like you say, tear it all up, start again, create a new culture and, yeah, see where it takes. And, us, aggressively, cr- and aggressively crack on. Because I think, yeah. you know, but I think Burnley, they probably just stuck their fingers in their ears and just went, well, it's one, one year, we're going to win the league. And they did. And they were unstoppable. And I think if we get that, if we get that going, then um, yeah. we've got a great chance. Are we something like three to one to be champions? And I just yeah, I think Leicester are favourites, and I think we were second favourites to get automatic promotion joint with Middlesbrough. So yeah, that could be putting pressure on. But yeah, like you say, fingers in your ears, just block it all out and just go for it. Just believe in what you can. I wonder how Burnley fans felt uh, at the end of uh, last season when they got relegated, or season before rather. Uh, did they truly believe that they were going to be able to come straight back, especially with the players they lost as well, the key players? Yeah, uh, went back up to the Premier League. So maybe, uh, maybe I should talk to some Burnley fans to get some get some more belief. Well, so um, I, I, I once went away, I went away to Burnley Saints once, and uh, a couple of years ago when um, Gabby Adini scored, um, mm-hmm. he scored in like the eighty second minute, and um, I was I was sat with a few other guys um, in in the um, in the corporate bit, but it was right next right in right in with Burnley fans. And when Gabby Dini scored, I, I stood up and started cheering. <laughs> and, and there was a guy behind me who lost his head saying to the steward, get him out, get him out. But but, but we, we had a little tour beforehand. And I think the Burnley, like Burnley Football Club is so important for that town. Yeah. Like the revenue and the investment and, and all that sort of stuff. And I think I think probably they're in a similar position to us, aren't they, where they change their manager, they've changed their yeah. players and they're going again, maybe the new system. So hopefully that's a good omen for us. But I think... Um, I think maybe they they just gritted their teeth. Maybe they maybe they they just went. Actually, we don't care. We're going to get we're going to get promoted, and it is going to happen. And maybe there is that belief. A bit like some of the teams that you know all the all the high performing teams in the Premier League or in world you know Man City, Man United. They'll score in the nine in ninety at ninety plus four or whatever because they keep playing, they keep going because they know it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so maybe, maybe there's that winning mentality that we're going to get. <laughs> Listen Hopefully. to us being all positive. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, we haven't kicked a ball yet, so let's wait yeah. and see. You, know, you, you probably see me after a game. You know, n- now we've met each other face to face. You'll probably see me after a game. You know, four <laughs> games in, and uh, you know, I'm tearing my hair out. I don't know, who, knows? <laughs> who knows? But we got we got to stay positive. We can't control it. We can't control Absolutely, it. Absolutely, yeah. It. There has been some football still going on. Obviously, the internationals and uh, Gavin Vizzino and Will Smallbone both started for Republic of Ireland, and they won three 0 against Gibraltar. Um, Scotland won again. It's becoming a bit of a habit for them. Uh, Tunia went over Georgia to remain perfect. Um, Stuart Armstrong, unused sub, however. Um, and Joe Rebo started in Nigeria's 3-2 win in Sierra Leone. 
uh, everybody else. I think um, Suleiman didn't play in Ghana's game, so that's all for the internationals. Uh, now, in this series, as I say, we've been asking the fans and their perspective of the 22-23 season uh, and the reason for why we, we failed. And, you know, there's many. Uh, but what are your main problems with this season you know perhaps you know sacking Ralph too early too late or maybe you you believed he should have remained anyway but uh where, where did it all go wrong where did it start to unravel for you and where did you think that you know I'm pointing my finger at this no I, I think there's um there's a number of contributing factors to it I don't think there's the one silver bullet I think the appointment of sort of sport republic and and perhaps their naive approach to running a football club, perhaps, you know, they've got an appointed manager. I mean, they didn't get rid of Ralph quick enough. They should have, they probably should have, probably should have parted ways with Ralph this time last year, you know, because our running at the end of the 21-22 season was, was, was awful. It was dreadful, yeah. I, 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 mean, I, I, I almost walked out on that Watford game, if you remember that. We were 2-0 down in the first half, and I think... um. Elianusi pulled one back right on the uh, in injury time at the first half, and I thought that probably kept me there uh, because otherwise I, w- I just felt like walking out. I thought that the end of that season was just, yeah, it was dreadful. But I was still Ralph in at that point. I, I think this, that's the expectation as a Saints fan, or a football fan, but I, maybe maybe Saints fans are just different to <laughs> different to others because our expectation is we think we should get the best managers and we think we should be pushing on and kicking on to be a mid-table. Premier League team, and um, and we and when we're, we're not, we're just we're we're just not. We've been flirting relegation for the past three seasons. Um, I do think Ralph did a good job in keeping us up on the budget that he had, and I think the principles that he has are good. Um, and I think he had a connection with the fans. You know, I, I do like Ralph, um, and I think had we have kept him. Last season, we probably would be still in, in the Premier League. However, we'd still be in the same position in the close season because we're looking to go and kick on, a bit like Bournemouth going and pointing um, their first international or, or, or foreign manager in their history to try and kick on. But I think, um, yeah, the board, poor decisions, managerial appointments and then timings of sackings, have been terrible. Um, they're, they're, I think they're the main. They're the main. They're the main two reasons. Um, we should. I don't know why we didn't check Nathan Jones's credentials. I mean, this. I mean, I understand that Sport Republic is driven on data. You know, I. I. I've no idea. I've no idea how that appointment happened. You know, I, actually, I think it happened when too they quickly. It, yeah, it was well, like I, they got when, they got rid of Ralph, and then it was like they already had him in line. They they. They'd done their their research. Apparently, um, all the credentials that he had were <laughs> were the ones that they uh, the, the parameters that they were searching for, and he fitted it. Um, but he was named. I don't even know how long it was after Ralph got sacked. But it was far too early. Bearing in mind was... there was a World Cup break. I mean, if if Nathan Jones was only going to come in and give them time off anyway, why didn't Sport Republic take their time a little bit more to to appoint a manager? Yeah, I think it was because Ralph was um, he was relieved of his duties on the Monday after the. Um, Newcastle. After the Newcastle 4-1 defeat, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, which, which actually, that was a game where Newcastle had four shots and scored four, and we yeah, and, and we just didn't take our chances. But I think um, I think Ralph Ralph was was sacked on 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 the Monday morning, wasn't he? And then yeah. on the Monday afternoon, Nathan. But when it popped up on the on the thing on the internet, and it said Newton Town have allowed Southampton to to talk with Nathan Jones, I thought it was a PR. I thought it was a PR thing. I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I didn't think it was it, real. It, it was uh, a joke. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I think I think maybe yeah, the the board the managerial appointments uh, and and their performance. Ruben Sellett says you know again, the right the right idea, the right sentiment, but no experience at being a manager, let alone being a manager in a Premier League football club in a and, position uh, that we were. Yeah, too uh, much such to a, do. Such a fraught position we were in, and. Um, yeah, we we threw we 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 threw him in at the deep end, didn't we? Bless him, but he was absolutely splashing around, wasn't he? In the yeah. Atlantic, he was struggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but it, uh, I wonder it will come back to haunt him, haunt him because um, in one of his um, uh, press conferences, one of the uh, one of the journalists asked him 
um, or will Saints um, stay up? And this was probably three or four games in. And he was like, yeah, we're definitely staying up. And I, I, maybe someone's going to send that clip to him at some point, you know, just maybe plan it out, Ruben, before, you, you know, you can't look, you know, <laughs> can't see into the future, dude, you know. But, Guaranteeing success, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I do think there's some players that perhaps aren't playing for the badge as well, you know, this season. Um, and Salisu. You can see, <laughs> yeah, Salisu, I mean, that is unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you know, he's got a bad leg or a bad hip, you know, for three months. So. But I mean, I'm convinced that Sport Republic, I mean, I've said this many, many times before, that when they when they allowed Ruben Sayers to stay on, they kind of admitted defeat with Nathan Jones. They said they don't want to make that same mistake again. They don't want to bring in uh, another manager and then it doesn't work. So, you know, Jesse Marsh was 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 talked about, you know, it was all agreed but then they thought, you know, if he does fail, we're going to have to pay him off like we did with Nathan Jones. Let's just keep it on the cheap. We're not supposed to stay up. This is saving money. I'm convinced that that, that was their decision in, in keeping Ruben Sayers on. Maybe they did want a rebuild, like strategically. They wanted a, re, a, a reset of the football club because they didn't want to flirt with relegation again. But I think if they're looking at, if they're running that club on a balance sheet and they're looking at, we spent a hundred and how much 140 million or something 140 like that 140 million yeah was it 140 yeah so yeah. we spent 140 million if we go and get jesse jesse marsh and it doesn't work and we have to pay him because we're paying ralph and we're paying nathan jones what is that 10 million yeah you know it's eight eight percent eight percent loss but we we retain i mean how much is it is it 250 million yeah worth? 250 million but don't forget i mean we're <laughs> Trivial bits of money like that to Sport Republic are what's holding up this this compensation deal with Russell Martin that they don't want to pay. So I, I don't I am not surprised with, with uh, Sport Republic's stance in this. Yeah, bits of, uh, it seems quite flippant though, doesn't it? Because in one hand you're going, yeah, okay, Paul Onoachu can't hit a barn door. Um, let's pay 18 million quid for him. That's what the fans you know, wanted. Last, they wanted ch- a striker. last chance. Of, but did we want Paul Onoachu? You know, I at mean, that time I think we did. I, I yeah. did. Anyone. I, we, we, me and Kev had talked about the uh, the January window at the time, and I, I thought, this is a good window. You know, Alcaraz coming in, he looks to be good. Um, yeah. You've got Suleimano, who I'm still high on, um, and Onuachu. It, it's it's appeasing the fans. That's what the Sport Republic were trying to do. Obviously, looking looking back at it, it's, you can't see that window as anything other than a panic buy. No, absolutely. And I think I think it's th- the season started off where we were looking at um, Cody Gakpo. And I understand that deal was done. Yeah. You know, that you had flights booked or whatever, you know, and, and personal t- terms agreed. But then he was playing a match that night. I mean, I don't I don't understand that. But if, if we'd have got Gakpo, we certainly wouldn't have been in this position. If they'd have thought it out and strategically planned who they want to go. Because remember when we had the, the black box? Yes. And that yeah. worked. <laughs> I, 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 I I thought that worked that system. Well, didn't we get didn't we get Carino on that black box? Oh no, I don't know. Funny enough, he played in that Burnley game, and I saw him play football. And you know when, um, and probably everyone's done it when they go and watch professional football. Well, they've played football at a half decent standard. I mean, I wasn't amazing at football myself, but but I played a bit. And you sit in the stands and you go, I wonder how long it would be if they sub me on right now. And then they realised, they worked out that I wasn't a Premier League player. Um, and, and then they, I mean, maybe it takes <laughs> Ali Dia. or two minutes. <laughs> Ali Dia, yeah. And um, that's a funny story as well, isn't it? That, that Ali <laughs> yes. Dia story. Graham Sooness will never live that it. down, yeah. Well, Letizia thought that he was, um, he'd won a competition. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. In and the he, was in the, he was in the, um, in, in the, in, he went in to the training, training, didn't he? changing right. room. Who's this dude? Is he, is he just... <laughs> Doing a talk. Oh, he's getting put in a kit on. George Wayne's cousin. The, he must be good. He's sitting in the dugout. You know, um, that's incredible. But um, I, I, but I, I saw Carrillo play in that game at Burnley, and he was terrible. Mm-hmm. Like te- terrible footballer. But I, th- I feel similar about poor old Paul Onoachu. You know, trying to get him to press, and it's literally watching it in slow motion, isn't it? You know, <laughs> frame by frame. You can see what's going to happen. You know, it's like watching a lot of VHS with like a broken, <laughs> tape, you know, with the play bit broken. Yeah. Fine. Bless him. I suppose he's, he's earned a bit of money. He'd be all right. All right. We, we yeah. talked about Russell Martin and, and, and his his brand of football and, you know, how, how we, we, we expect him to play. So I won't go into that again. Um, but I, I do want to ask you um, the positives from the 22-23 season. 
what are they in your opinion are there any i don't know i don't know <laughs> if there are I, I think maybe maybe one of those things when change happens and 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 the people don't like change they they don't embrace it and then they realize six months later actually it was a good thing you know so maybe maybe the reset maybe, maybe the, the best thing about this season is us getting relegated and the fact we can rejuvenate the club and we can push on again because if we consider like the Burnley comparison Burnley played really drab football in the Premier League you know especially under Sean Dodge oh god yeah. and it was route one it was it was it was really really bad wasn't it it wasn't nice to watch but it was the same as Claude Puel. It was this, it was just awful to watch under under him. I, I don't yeah. remember it being so bad. And obviously you look back at it and say, well, he got us to a cup final. We finished seventh. You know what? Why are we complaining? Why are we sacking him? And, I, and at the time I was like, yeah, he needs to go. I can't watch this every week. No, no, we can. But um, I think the best 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 game he had was that um, that cup final, wasn't it, against United? Is it League Cup final? Yeah. Bedini scored two. Did he? Did we lose. Well, he should have scored three, but uh, it was offside apparently oh yeah you, you know much yeah you've, you've got a better memory than me um but um i think if we use that burnley that burnley comparison if the best thing that we can hope for to come out of this season is a reset and then we get that brand because you remember that brand of football that we used to play like between perhaps 2013 and 2017 yeah, yeah those, it's like those, the pochettino kuman era oh incredible fun yeah. enough um my son was clearing out his bedroom the other day and he found a Saint shirt, a signed Saint shirt from the 2014-15 season this week. And um, and he went, oh, I just, I'll have a look at this, Dad. And it was, I said, I bet you there's some good signatures on there. And he went through it and it was literally like Sadio Mane, Virgil van Dijk, Pella, Tadic, Krause. Incredible. I didn't, I didn't appreciate it as much at the time. It was just like, yeah, this is us. I suppose you're in it, aren't you? Yeah. I think that one of those seasons when we beat Sunderland eight was it eight nil eight nil yeah eight, eight nil. nil oh yeah. man just where are those days gone but we will get them back but we will get them back. yeah of course we we're will. gonna get them under Russell Martin we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna win the league and um <laughs> we're gonna get over a hundred points and we're gonna we'll, we'll do that <laughs> let's, let's, let's just do that but, yeah you know. why not <laughs> um right I got some questions for you ones that we're asking every single one that come on Go um number one if Ralph had still been in charge would we still be in the Premier League? Yes, but we'd be playing just as awkward, you know, football where everyone would have a cardiac arrest at the end of a game. And of course, that goes back to your positive statement that you know we did we wouldn't have get got the chance to have a reset. It would have just been no. It would have been like last season into this season again. It's just heart in your mouth all the time, you know. Yeah. Just I, I don't want to do that. I just want to. I want us to score after 15 minutes and then after 45 minutes and then win two nil. That's what I want. I don't want. You know, oh yeah, that would be lovely. That would be incredible, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I like... think I think yes, we would. Yeah. Okay. Um, your player of the season, uh, Romeo Lavia. By yeah. Country Mile. I mean, I, I know you do the whole if in doubt give it to Prousey, and I love James or Prowse. And I think he's been such a good servant, but I think he just he just had the wind taken out of his sails this 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 season, and you know, I can't really blame the guy. No. You know, um, I think Lavia has been just a breath of fresh air, and um, he's been a joy. Wish him all yeah. the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think there's been some good, you know, good. good I think Roman Pro's been good as well. I'm glad you said that because I don't feel like he gets the the recognition he deserves. I just, but... I just, I just think he's he's just he just seems like a, such a positive. You know, enthusiastic, you know, productive, aggressive player. I, I like him. Gets, you know, gets forward. Gets, but you know, maybe you don't get back as as well as as well as as well as he could. But yeah, he doesn't get back as well as he could, and and yeah. his positioning sometimes is a bit of a question mark um, defensively. But yeah, I, I think I think perhaps um, if Alcaraz had had a year, I think he would have been within a shout as well, because yeah. I think he's been a nice um, nice addition. Hopefully, we keep hold of him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, goal of the season. Have we scored any? <laughs> I didn't. Um, yeah, I, I think so. Um, was um, Ch- was Chase goal against Leicester? Yeah, the, like that the start of the season. Yeah, the uh, yeah, second, yeah, the little fast. scissor kick thing. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. For, I'll go for that one. I'll yeah, just, I think Tim I'll was just, a fan like of that Chay. one. Yeah, I mean, Lavia's goal against Chelsea was good, but um, yeah, I'll go for. I'll go for that one. Game of the season. Um, I didn't go to it, but I reckon Everton away would have been 
incredible. That, that was the one that you won. Know? Oh no, that was the, that was my tip because I, I I just felt that we hadn't won at Goodison since '97, and oh, it kind of it's kind of gone under the radar that win. I think maybe it's um I I, I had a I had a dream when I was a kid about um, playing for Saints, like a football dream, you know, the really good yeah. ones. And I, and I, yeah. when I scored four Saints against Everton, it was like a 20 yard screamer. So I've always <laughs> had a little bit of a thing about playing, you know, us playing away at Everton. And um, it's that, I can remember watching, watching the goals come in on, um, on the soccer Saturday thing. And when Prousey scored that second goal and his Free celebration, kick, yeah. well, just such joy. Oh, when, yeah. That goal, and you could tell he was just completely pumped. And um, yeah. And also, there's something, there's something about a Saints kit with, with black socks, you know, black shorts, black socks. Yeah. You mean business, you know, there's none of this, <laughs> none of this white sock stuff going on. <laughs> you know. Oh, good. I'm glad you said that because, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was one of my favourites. And as I say, a season that we've had so little to cheer about, that was was sensational especially being one nil down as well and you think oh my god here we go again because everton was struggling at the time as well um it was yeah such a such a relief um so you've mentioned quite a lot of the failures this season if you were to put to put the blame on one thing for the failure of this season what would it be um well people would say nathan jones but you can't blame the guy you know if if he's if he's a coach in football and he's offered a job to go and go and go and manage a Premier League team he's going to say yeah and we'll pay you a few million quid of course everyone's going to say yeah the fact that he's completely stark raving bonkers um <laughs> is is not his fault um I I think it's that unfortunately it's down to it's down to Rasmus Ankerson isn't it well actually it's not just him it's the board and you know I watched the um the fan fans forum thing, yeah fans forum thing and that was just like you know four politicians sat on yeah sat on so, you know, oh, just. I think it's going to be a while before they so do one again. <laughs> so, well, yeah, because they they don't want to ask, uh, you know, they don't want to answer the the same, you know, blaring the blaring yeah. the obvious questions. But um, I think I think it's 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 the board for being for acting in such a with with such calamity that they they, they you know if if they'd have blindfolded each other and just with you know and just 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 guessed what they should do, they probably would have ended up with better decision making i think uh, I, I think alex haas when he was on he come up with he said it said it perfectly like every big decision that they've had to make yeah. they have made the wrong one you know <laughs> there is not one decision that it could have been oh you know it could have worked out that way but every single one they made whether it be transfer windows yeah. manager I mean, appointments it was all the wrong way and the transfer appointment the, the transfers I mean, you can imagine those conversations, can't you? Right, around the boardroom table. Well, what do we need? We need a striker. Yeah, cool. Got a really good holding midfielder, Romeo Lavia. Yeah, we'll have him. <laughs> well, I need a striker. Yeah. Well, we've got a really, really good centre-back called um, Better Kocha. We'll have him. Yeah, OK, cool. Need a striker. OK. Gavin uh, Bazunu. He's up What about it. Gavin Bazunu? He's like seven and he's never played in the Premier League. Well, we'll put him in, we'll put him in goal, you know. Well, we need a striker. And then, you know, well, what about, uh, yeah. And it's just... um. At what point do they shake each other and go, oh, right, you mean a centre forward? That's what you mean, you know. So um, maybe, yeah, maybe they won't invite me to, to be to, 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 to be on their board you know, anytime soon. You know? Someone Sarcasm it. is the lowest form of wit, isn't it? So, yeah. um, <laughs> so they say. Um, right. I'm going to I'm going to record this prediction of yours because I've done it so far with everybody else. So I'm going to put yours in here as well. And then I'll remind you at the end of the season how wrong you were. <laughs> what position do Saints finish in the championship? We're going to win the league. That is the first. We I'm are going to absolutely smash it up. Wow. I love we're it. Going to, we're going to have over 100 points. <laughs> so when because you said that earlier in the show, some... I thought you were joking. I thought you were just No, no, we're going to, think... to keep some of these players. We're going to keep Che. We're going to keep Suleimana, Tino, Alcaraz. Adam Armstrong's going to find his form in the championship and get his confidence back, bless him, because I think he, he will do a good job in the championship and he wants to stay. I, I think, I'd say, I'd say we, we will be promoted automatically. Okay, I'm, put, I'm putting you down for what for first. Yep, first, over 100 points. We're wow. going to tear it up. I'm, I'm going to write that as well, over 100, because, yeah, that's unbelievable almost. <laughs> I lo- I'm here for it. I love it. And, and as I say, no, no one's said that yet so far. I think we've got. Yeah, and if we don't, I'll still slip and click 
<laughs> apply for another season ticket when we're playing another season championship football. Yeah, as long as it's not table. League One. Oh, I, that's not <laughs> going to happen. It's no. not. It's not going. You know, I mean, I mean, if you look at some of the games, you know, the, um, some of the championship games. The quality of football is so different to the to, to the Premier League, and I think that's why Burnley can 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 smash it up and then go and play City and lose five or six or whatever they did <laughs> because it's different, isn't it? It is just a different it's a different level. You know? Yeah, that's it's I think more if, physical. I think, yeah, that's why I think if we keep those players and we we invest in a couple of good centre backs, a good holding player, a striker, I think I think we'll be all right. God, I really, really hope this optimism rubs off. And we've got, we got a kit to play, to play in as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Red and white. Bring back the good times. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, you know, it's football, isn't it? It's just... Um, Unpredictable. The championship well, especially. Yeah. But it's fun. Football's a game, isn't it? It should be fun. You know? Yeah. And it's not always a Saints fan. It's more you know, depressing and aggravating and frustrating. But, you know, you can't influence it. You've got to go and support them and, you know... But I'm sure when we when we score our first few goals at, at St Mary's, it'll be rocking and everyone will be having a great time and we'll just enjoy a year in the championship, playing some different teams and, like you say, go to some away games and see some stadiums you haven't seen before and, you know, and, and not just not just go to St Mary's because Pep's on the sideline and you're watching Kevin De Bruyne spray the ball around <laughs> and Harlan score, score scissor kicks because but I think I think we're too nice as well, you know, we just we need to give the away fans less seats for once. Yes. Oh, no, I don't think that. I think they're going to have to lose that nice tag in the championship because you you have so to win nice. ugly. So nice, no game management, no surrounding the referee, no fighting for everything. That's what I've saw this and season. No VAR, no <laughs> VAR, and be be aggressive and go and win. That's what we need to do. Just drive it, you know. But um, yeah, I think with the right formula, that right formula would, would be good. Brilliant. I'm so uh, I'm I'm so glad to have chatted to you today. I, I needed a pick up, and this has definitely <laughs> given me it. I'm even more excited about the season now. So thank yeah. you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Anytime, anytime, Ray. Excellent. Right. Yeah. It's been it's been fun. It has been fun. It really has. And you know, I'm I'm on very limited sleep. Uh, I haven't had any, anything to eat, but I am. Uh, yeah, I'm buzzing now. So yeah, thank you. And uh, hopefully, I get to see you at St Mary's next season. Uh, we can meet up for a beer and. Yep. Yeah, and chat in the about something going every other week, and I don't know the name of it. Yep. Yeah, so that one. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Yeah, Stu, thank you so much for coming on, and for you know, I know you're a busy man. You're at work now, so this is your lunch yeah. break. So, yeah, thanks very important. much. It's important. It's Saints, isn't it? So, oh, yeah. Priorities. Thank, thanks, Ray. M- thank much, you very much. much. Thanks for your time. Yep. Yeah, cool. Uh, and I'll speak to you soon. Thanks, Ray. Take care. You too. Up the Saints. Up the Saints. Up the Saints. Up oh, Southampton. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.